So I, I have a I have a question for you. We're just we're gonna start this off um, hot and heavy. Uh, I'm feeling a little hurt right now. Yeah, by who? By you. Um, by me? What did I do? I'm wondering why you haven't followed me back on Letterboxd. Oh, because I barely checked that shit. I, Here. you know, I. It's just I'm like. Here. Whatever, no, I guess. No, 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 stop. No. I guess I'm not important enough or not cool enough, uh, you know. So. <laughs> I, I had no idea you were on Letterbox, but here I am. I'm going to find you on Letterboxd, um, where you can read my very dumb reviews <laughs> um, on anything and everything. There you are, Jared Duran. I'm following you. Let's see what your favorite movies are. Uh, they are not going to yeah, surprise this you. Is, no, I'm not surprised at all. Um, so you watched um, Back to the Future, High Fidelity, Big Lebowski. No, I'm not surprised at all. Um, two and a half stars of the vast tonight. You seem to be the uh, the lone opinion on that one. Uh but three and a half stars to wish I was here. I, uh, Oh yeah. That's okay. Let's, let's ID the show real quick. Uh, this is what yeah, the let's four. Do it cause I, <laughs> I'm Jared. I'm Jason. Um, you can find us everywhere at what the fork pod on, on Twitter and Instagram and what the fork pod at gmail.com. Please uh, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and, you know, give us a like and a subscribe on all, uh, you know, fine podcast services. Um, You can find Jason at Jason E. Kyle on Instagram and Twitter as well. And you can find Mr. Duran at LTD underscore engagement on the Twitters. Drop the underscore like it's hot on the Instas. And you can find him at Jared Duran on Letterboxd. <laughs> That's you can, yeah, I am on Letterboxd. Um, yeah, his hot takes on the latest films. I haven't really done any reviews yet. I just, I, you know, I've, I've, I've been starring things. Um, I remember, you know, I, I had set up an account for it and then forgotten about it. I, I asked mm-hmm. a while back about, um, like a, because Discogs is great for for my record collection. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really see anything like it for films. And, uh, so I kind of put it out there. Okay. What's a, what's a good thing for, um, for cataloging stuff I own or stuff I've seen. And, and, uh, Jason Mm -hmm. Woodbury piped up and said, letterboxd is kind of the, the way. Yeah. It's, it's a, it can be fun. I just don't, um, um, yeah, I, um, yeah, I kind of, the most person, yeah, I don't, I don't. I just kind of do it just to catalog what I've seen. I don't think anyone cares, um, but it's kind of a lot of fun. And I don't spend a lot of time on my reviews, though I know people who do. And it's fun because I follow a whole bunch of film critics, and they'll like give the advanced uh, their advanced takes on stuff. Yeah. Um. um but um, let's see. Uh, tell me why you found. Wish I was here. Whopping three and a half stars. So. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if it's just I'm intent on on you know torturing myself uh, in this mm-hmm. in this uh, in this time of the COVID. Um, 
But I have basically been watching, uh, with the exception of BoJack Horseman, I have only been watching things uh, to make myself cry. Um, mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Parenthood. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for TV shows. And then... Um, oh, the TV show? I've yeah. never seen the TV show for Friday Night Lights. The movie is damn good. It was so... I've never seen the film, actually. Um, and uh, it was recommended to me that I check out Friday Night Lights. Um, and then I noticed that it's actually it's the same showrunner as Parenthood. And uh, I had never finished mm-hmm. Parenthood, but I, I think I got through the first three seasons or something. And it was... Uh, it was great. It was one of the the best shows, best family shows I've seen. Um, and uh, so I was like, "All right, I'll give it a shot." And like, this has nothing I'm interested in. It's a it's Texas. It's high school. It's football. I'm like, I don't I don't give a shit about any of this. And then within the first couple of episodes, I'm like, I'm sucked in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but wish I was here. I I I you know I I I love Scrubs. Um, I, I still have a, a, a fondness for garden state. Um, and so I, I saw this popped up on, on Netflix the other day. Um, and I went ahead and, and, uh, decided to go ahead and watch that. Um, and it was, it was actually really touching. I, I had me tearing up in some spots. Um, it's another, you know, written, directed by Zach Braff and, uh, I know we have some listeners who are not uh, big Braff fans, but I, I think I mean, I haven't watched Garden State in at least ten years. It's a hard watch for me, um, just because of the time when it came out. Because my mom did pass away the year that came out, and I remember watching a portable DVD player on the way home from my mother's funeral. <laughs> Because that was cool. Yeah, way to go on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I and I had seen it before, but I thought, oh, I'm just going to buy this and I'll watch it again and torture myself <laughs> because um, at least there's whimsy and hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. um, I mean, the man can pick a soundtrack like nobody's business. He definitely he- speaks to my. He is good at that. And that continues with mm-hmm. Wish I Was Here. Um, yeah. I, no problem with the soundtrack there. I just... Did, were, did it, you Have you seen it and not liked it? I saw it and was underwhelmed. Really? Um, yeah, I was just underwhelmed. I, I, I had, I guess maybe I, it was I had fairly low expectations going in. Um, mm-hmm. His, uh, you know, I, I have, uh, I, I was going to say a terrible relationship, but I have, I have no relationship with my dad. Um, and so some of the, the stuff in there with the relationship with, um, with him and his dad, uh, I, I found, um, got me a bit. Um, and it's Mandy Patinkin. Come on. Yeah. I think, I think what really turned me off about from the get go was just that was this crowdfunded movie. Uh, Um, you know, yeah, I, I get that. Um, and I mean, you have to have a lot of confidence. I, I figure if you're going to, you know, ask people for money for your movie, that you have to have a lot of confidence in your product. Mm-hmm. And when the product was just, I just again, like I was just underwhelmed. But I mean, 
it's fine. I just, uh, I was very anti-crowdfunding at the time. Uh, and I still am. I, I, I well, I think I it depends. I, I have supported some, some projects. Um, I mean, saying so, like, I mean, at the same time, I mean, we are, uh, this podcast I is crowdfunded, but you get something in return for your, for your time. So for your money, I think so. Yes. And well, so, and I, I've only, I guess I've only supported things where I got something. Um, yeah. Like I was telling you, you know, a few weeks back about my friend's comic book that he's worked on um, and, mm-hmm. you know, contributing to that, I get a copy of the comic book. So it's like that kind of thing makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Where, um, whereas, but I mean, I mean, things are funded by corporations and suck ass, such as going to do the good transition here. <laughs> well, as uh yeah, uh, such as this thing. You know what? Let's just knock this fucker out and and get it done so that we can yeah. be done with it. Uh, and then we can it. talk about some more pleasant things. Yeah, um, let's do it. Because this is, I gotta tell you, I you know, spoiler for my reaction for the whole thing. I don't. I'm so fucking pissed about this show. Oh my god! Can't. I just let's just start. I just want to start this out with an apology. <laughs> To you, to our listeners who may have, you know, any, to our listeners who may, you know, have thought this was a good idea, to those, and to those who probably aren't listening anymore because we decided that we're going to cover this stupid ass show. Yeah, we're going to have to win some people back, I think. Yeah. But I I think we know how to do that. We're going to, we'll talk about that after we go through it. But I got to finish my apology. Okay. So, I, I mean, when, I mean, we just, um, it seemed like a, like very good show. I mean, it had talking heads playing in the commercials. It seemed to, you know, have this interesting concept that was not too similar to one we've discussed here at the good place. And I mean, the pedigree seemed pretty good. And then I don't know, I guess if I had known, maybe I should have watched a couple episodes ahead of time before even suggesting it because if I had made it through two, I would have said no. Um, yeah, I mean, but, to be fair, neither one of us did that. I just, you know, uh, I, it seemed like uh, we needed a quick decision on what we were going to do next and mm-hmm. uh, and this, you're right, it seemed to fit in line. Mm-hmm. I actually, you know, I think from the standpoint of juxtaposing uh, two, uh, you know, philosophically uh conceptually similar shows uh we can see how it can be done so well with mm-hmm. the good place and how it can be done so poorly with upload yeah it, it it's really not it, it's really something straight from 1998 where this i mean it's the concept is straight from now, but the humor is just so 1998. Just this. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a primetime sitcom thing. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, like it's like something that would have gotten 
you know what? Honestly, it would have gotten a few weeks on NBC and been canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like, oh, it's kind of edgy. Some people may be offended type of thing. And then, like, it just, I don't know, it just, and it's just not, um, it's not what I hoped, and I thought it could be like a different take, just something different than what the good place had to offer uh, on the concept of heaven and learning from your mistakes. And it's uh, it's literally like something where I don't think anyone learns anything about what <laughs> no one gets better. Oh no! In fact, people get actively worse. Yeah, no one, <laughs> no one's, no one went up. Um, no one learned from their mistakes. No, uh, from this. All right, let's. If anything, they made worse mistakes. We, we've got about you know twenty three and a half minutes to to barrel through here. So let's oh, just. 20, I also would like to add that this was um, the the only episode that Kristen watched with me. Um, <laughs> Did and, you apologize to her in advance? No, but I apologize profusely afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Episode 10, Freond. Good morning, Miss Kevin. Good morning, Mr. Choke. Oh, finally, a decent bagel. Thank you, Horizon. Oh. Okay, so. All right. <laughs> couple, couple things here. Yeah. Um, one being. Um, that the makeup on the black and white lady is still awful. Um, okay. The second being, um, I believe uh, the the joke about the bagel mm-hmm. speaks for every person who I've ever met in Phoenix who complains <laughs> about bagels. <laughs> like, um, Where are you gonna get a bagel around here? I'm like, Chompy's like, no, you don't. <laughs> Chomp is it's probably one of the closest. Um, there there are not that many great bagel places in Phoenix. I grew up with frozen bagels. Oh, that I would toast. Oh. So, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm definitely not a connoisseur here. I, I know. I've met your dad. Otherwise, I would say, "What were you raised by wolves?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but your dad's uh, a very nice man. So yeah, and he's listening right now. He's like oh. going. That's uh, that's sure. also true. Yeah, um, which means he's probably um, the checks are going to stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? It's just I. Some people were were genetically uh, bred with a, a love for a good bagel, and some weren't. It's just you yeah. know, there's there's a lot of variety in people. I understand. Um, uh, one day when we one day when we um, get by, by our big podcast network, and we oh. start doing this out of uh, like a fancy studio. Um, you can take Are you listening, Gimlet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or iHeart or whatever. Spotify or something. 
Yeah. Um, so, uh, so when they come over and they tell us, uh, hey, um, you go to this deli so you can get uh, the bagels. Uh, yeah, I, I can finally know what good bagel is. There you go. So. Um, but also, I, I thought that was probably, you know, <laughs> speaks volumes about this show that that was my favorite moment in the entire episode was was Oh, no, it totally was. Bagels. It may have been the best joke in the whole. No, the best joke is Yaki Sacks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this may have been at least my second or third favorite joke in the series. I mean, yeah. it's it's a damn solid joke. It is, and it only gets worse. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Nathan. You don't have to answer me yet. I'm going to count to three. Try and count with me. One. Two. We need to be a united front. You need to stay on script. Or maybe you need to get better at adapting. And we're partners. I don't work for you. Well, you didn't file the papers of incorporation. I did. We have a verbal agreement, and I'll stick with it, but don't push me. You bring shit up now after i bust my ass for the last two years okay let's not turn on each other we both want the same thing do we jamie because from here it looks like you want to play the part of a tech mogul and i actually want to do shit and make money for my family i don't care who gets the credit okay shut this down they're coming united front all right i want to pause here for a sec yeah so the uh the the guy, his brief memory flash, where he sees the the guy peering into to the car after he's had the accident, mm-hmm. that reminded me of um, of the uh, original uh, Willy Wonka movie. Um, it was the the guy, like the creepy guy, who turns out to be really nice and actually worked Slugworth. for Slugworth. Thank you. Yeah, it, yeah. it was like his. He was a, a total Slugworth type. Yeah, I I Except thought he was Steve Buscemi's younger brother. Yeah, like I thought I thought he was Steve Buscemi's younger brother, but Slugworth is a terribly good comparison. Uh, right. And plus, I mean, he did want to take away, you know, Charlie's happiness um, by giving, you know, by stealing the everlasting gobstopper. Yes. Um, so he wanted to steal Nathan's code, but Nathan was giving it away. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was an asshole the whole time. <laughs> Which called it. <laughs> Who can love him for wanting to make money for his family and I just wanted to make making money a profit. For family. Yeah. Ugh. What a douche. Boys on the same page yet? Yeah. We're sticking with the cavern. So small time. But we keep control. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Oliver. You know what? Don't worry about it. I'll get over it. Oh, uh, you and Ingrid still on for dinner Friday night? Of course. Good. I'll see you then. We have a beautiful home, Mr. Canterman. Ah, well, thank you, Nathan. You know, there was a house for sale just down the street. I don't suppose your mom would like to live here, would she? (laughs) 
Well, my mom can barely afford rent on her one bedroom, so, uh... Yeah. It's too bad it didn't work out with Beyond and us. My partners are willing to go a lot higher. Oh, my partner's uh, a little stubborn. You know, Nathan, the real value of Beyond is that code that you made. Now, uh, we would be willing to pay a significant amount for just a copy. Um, well, Jamie would never go for that. No, no, I didn't think he would. Of course, he wouldn't have to know. Dun, dun, dun. It'd have to be a very significant amount. Nathan, it's me. It's okay. Nobody's listening. We got away with it. So what did you learn? Where am I? Is this Lakeview? Yes. This is Lakeview. This isn't your first day. You remember being here, don't you? You remember me? Are you a nurse? Are you behind me? Oh no, the worst possible thing. He doesn't remember no! her. I am your customer service rep. You can call me Angel. I hope we can be friends. It's a total Maybe. cheaty Eleanor. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. With, with absolutely n none of the buy-in. They did not earn well, that whatsoever. But Cherry, will their love survive? Uh, I'm really coming on them. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I I could possibly care less, um, yeah. and which is sad because I, I care so little already. <laughs> oh, Here, here's the thing that boggles my mind. I have watched. I mean, we have watched uh, um, nearly three hours of this show. Sure. And not once have I been given a reason to know that Nathan here uh, is capable of putting together a code so perfect but hey, that people want to pay him millions of dollars for it so he can look comfortably and support his family. He made them in, uh, almost invisible in the last episode, kind of transparent. And he made, yeah. a, he made a, a, a bedside table turn silver. So come on. Clearly, this guy's a genius. <laughs> right. But, like, I know that now, but, like, <laughs> I would, at least, okay. So, and just for comparison's sake, um, we're thinking um, the social network, the, the code that made Facebook, the algorithm that made Facebook, Facebook. You sure. Know? Uh -huh. uh, it's like, I can see uh, Eduardo and, Mark Zuckerberg doing that uh, because it's been already established that they're geniuses because a they go Harvard and um, nowhere in Nathan have I seen even remotely a glimmer in the eye of what Eduardo and and the Zuck uh, did. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy just seems like a tool. Yeah, like I didn't know. I mean, I mean, I know that douchebags can write codes all the time. I mean, it's, sure. But I just didn't realize that 
this douchebag could. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's all I currently have to say. Ugh. Yeah. I might be hanging out with some of the other paying guests. There's probably some pretty cool people here. Yeah. Miss, your attitude is very depressing. It might be like that for a while. Get out. But I gotta get my stuff. No, you don't. Or you gonna gotta get my foot in your ass. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. She's also Nora, good. Nora, mm-hmm. Nora. You had your chance with me, babe. But you didn't. <laughs> oh! <laughs> when, when did they ever have a chance? He's he's been creepy stalker workplace yeah. guy since the beginning. I guess uh, if there's one character, it's Alicia. Well, and Luke actually got better. Yeah. So I mean, Alicia has always been bagels. great, mm-hmm. and and Luke got slightly better. Yeah. That's that's it. Everybody and else Nora, got worse. And Nora, Nora became something different. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to have to save my comments for the end because. Yeah. I, I, I can't I, wait. It's. Ugh. Ah, well, thank you, Nathan. You know, there was a house for sale just down the street. I don't suppose your mom would like to live here, would she? <laughs> well, my mom can barely afford rent on her one bedroom, so. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mr. Brown, is something troubling you? Yeah, actually something is. You wanna you wanna talk it out? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Because sometimes it just helps to get things off our chest. What's going on here? The concierge software has been made a lot more sensitive since the update. Just the concierge. Of course, he wouldn't have to know. It would have to be a very significant amount. It can't be true. The guy I was in love with is a jerk. Going home. Yeah. Sick. So you do remember me? Yeah. No, I just told her I didn't remember because I had no idea what to say. I was so fucking embarrassed. Thank God, because I don't think I could repeat the earlier beats of our relationship. <laughs> that kind of magic doesn't strike Is he wearing us. the same outfit? Yeah. I don't think I noticed that before. It's worse than I ever could have imagined. I don't know how I can look her in the eye. Yeah, but I know you. You're not the bad guy. Maybe he went undercover to sting the bad guy. I wish. Jamie and I had a fight about what to do with the company. I thought sneaking the code to Canterman was the best way to get paid for my family. Just being arrogant and dumb and not getting it. Still, people grow, and and you can grow better than anybody. 
You never ghost a lady. You're the kind of guy who stays and works it out. Come on, man. This is me. Hey, um, wanna come check out my two gig room? Mm, nah. So, here's... Well, you know, I might as well just air petty grievances about this show since um, it's it. just agreed that we don't like it. I, yeah. I have been bothered the entire run of this show by the framing. It's some of the oddest fucking framing. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like... It's like, why is it important that that little bench thing with the topiary is in... I, I hope I'm using the word topiary correctly... Um, is 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 in the shot there. He's just kind of like off to the side. It's weird. There was an episode, uh, one of the last, oh, it's the episode where they, they go uh, on the field trip to see about what other afterlives they can afford. Um, and uh, uh, there's this weird framing with Nathan and his mom where, you know, I kept expecting him, like there must be some reason they're leaving that much uh, kind of negative space there, like somebody's gonna pop up out of nowhere or materialize or something, and nothing ever happened. Like the framing is so odd and bad that it's distracting. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just that's that, that's uh, perfect for this show. The bad yeah. things are so bad that they're distracting from actually watching the story. Well, I mean, when you feel like. Let's face it, when your biggest, when your creator's greatest success was a faux documentary, <laughs> um, it's where the camera work was just bad, right? I mean, you're not going to get a visual masterpiece here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just, I think that's a good yeah, thing for everybody just, to, to walk away from. You know, if, if nothing else about mm-hmm. these, these weeks covering this show, um, bad stuff is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just too sad but I love you man dead man walking <laughs> or Dead man walking. Yeah. Get downgraded? Yeah. Start two gig at 10 a.m. Don't bother unpacking. You'll be okay. Just don't do anything expensive. Like thinking too hard. Just chill. Yeah, just chill. Wait, wait. Redial. Okay, please, please, please don't hang up. You're wasting my data plan. Good. <laughs> Why is she mad at him? I don't get it. <sighs> yeah. Again, they're asking us to care about all these things that there was what? never 
any reason to buy into. Also, you know what? Again, why is she straightening her hair in her avatar? I don't know. I... It's weird. I, it, ten, ten episodes and you finally noticed this? I am. Com- this is the, this is the last opportunity to complain about all the all the all the crap. I, if there's one thing I've learned: you don't you don't comment a woman's hair. Uh, I, I'm leaving this one alone. You're on your own. It, well, I'm, you, I, it looks nice both ways, but you know, it's it. You, why does she feel like she has to uh, straighten it in Horizon? I'm I'm wondering if it's like if it's uh you know if it's um. I'm not going to answer these questions, Jerry, because you can hang out there and answer these. I'm just saying. On I Island. think that the software has some bias. Mm. Well, but no, Alicia doesn't change her hair for her avatar. No. Well, that's because I don't know. I, I again. I'm thinking it's societal I'm pressure. I'm going with that. I think it's a bunch of crap. So, but I mean, I don't. I still just don't understand, like. Like she's mad at him because she found out who he really was. He was really a douchebag. Like that's not his fault. <laughs> like, no, it's. it's I mean, the it's thing his is, fault she knew from bag, but. she knew from the beginning that he was a douchebag. He came in as a douchebag. Yes, like he he changed slightly over nine episodes because because he was missing uh, some memories. Yeah. So, so that, okay, so this begs the question, and I didn't mean to, like, get all philosophical here. Mm-hmm. Why did Nathan, uh, we talked about Eleanor, how her behaviors in the first season became learned, and she learned gradually over four seasons to become a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan had his memories admitted, and... Why did he become a better person? Is it because A, he wanted to, because he learned to be a better person while he's in fake heaven or computer heaven? I think he was just or alone and it, scared. And um, and I, I don't think it had anything to do with any evolution of his character. Oh, or the fact that maybe he could have been murdered because no one was answering his question. <laughs> Did you, Did you murder, murder me? me? Yes. That's something else <laughs> the show has taught us, that the best way to find out if somebody murdered you is to ask them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Mom. Did you, Did you murder, murder me? me? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, why did he, like, why did he change? Did he just do it because he was alone and Nora was his only friend? Like, I just don't see, like, the reason to change for him. There's no motivation to do so. The thing is that they're trying to force us to see a third dimension to characters that are just flat. They're Mm -hmm. just 2d. There's not, they, they didn't give us again, the good place built up characters and made us care about them. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they invited us even a character like Jason Mendoza mm-hmm. from Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who ended up becoming like my favorite character. He was great. <laughs> and, you know, felt all sorts of empathy for him. Mm-hmm. This has made me feel empathy for no one. 
Oh my gosh, she found that he was an asshole. She's betrayed. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. This guy that I knew was an asshole as soon as I uh, was, you know, as soon as I met him, turns out he's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's very, dis- it, the, the thing is that the most interesting character, which is Nora, becomes mm-hmm. the most fundamentally least likable, I think, because of just how much they trash her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, on we go. Anyway. I do remember you. I remember every moment we had together, every fun, exciting, interesting, silly moment. I remember last night. Oh. Okay. Oh. And now I'm wearing sweats, this weird sweatshirt and pants. I used to be a bit of a piece of shit, and that um, I screwed over Jamie, not the other way around. Yeah, I saw. I'm just so fucking disappointed in myself. I couldn't. Stand to face you. Nora, I'm I'm really sorry. I really liked you. I really like you too. Ugh. I know. But see, it's because that I, I really like you that the idea of starting something and uh, you treating me the way you treated your best friend I, I I don't know if I could get over that. Says the person. I could get broken by that. Who just treated. Yeah, another human being like a piece of shit. Yeah. What are the odds that this would have worked out between us anyway? Okay, and I want to say, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make the two gig space seem as depressing as possible Mm-hmm. By, amongst other things, there's all the gray, all the walls are blank, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But oh, they also like included the hum of the neon lights. And uh, that is it's, just um, too far. Yeah. I like to point out that any um, sound that you think is happening here has nothing to do with the connection between Jared and I. It is um, the sound of the show because he is in a... Um, he is apparently trapped in the first half an hour of Joe versus the volcano. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, and as that is the two gig world it is the first half an hour of Joe, the Vol- these lights, they're just s- 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 sucking my soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, I would uh, rather I, have watched that. <laughs> oh my. Have you seen it? Of course I have. It's classic. Of course, be, of course, because you're a human being who <laughs> likes good taste. Uh, and, <laughs> and America's dad and Meg Ryan. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. That movie is lovely. I remember my mom taking me to see that on a sick day. Oh, <laughs> that's a good memory. Yeah. That is a good memory. I just remember thinking, I get this. I don't want to. <laughs> I remember thinking, I don't want to be Tom Hanks in the first half an hour of the movie. I want to be Tom Hanks jumping into a volcano. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm still waiting for my moment. Uh, you yeah. know, it's gonna happen one of these me. days. One of these days, Gimlet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating and upload. It was an illusion to begin with. It's Slugworth. <laughs> then it turned out to be an illusion yes. of an illusion. Sorry, he's not so, being very sneaky. How do you not hear no. the clomping? luck yeah. to upload. Um, can you pause it for a luck. second? Yeah. So I would like to point something else out here. Um, there was, and I'll set this up by, do you remember, um, I think it's in Wayne's World 2. You've seen Wayne's World 2, right? Yes. Yes, it's, I mean it's a bit like Star Trek: the Next Generation. It'll never be as revered as the original, but correct. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is. It is not as good as the first one. Yeah, but um, there's this scene in there's this running joke in the in the movie where there's like this pane of broken glass, a pane of glass. They move back and forth along this this alleyway that comes into play uh, at the end of the movie when they're driving the Mirthmobile through it <laughs> uh, to to save. Uh, Tia Carrere mm-hmm. um, and to get to Wayne Stock. Um, but uh, I feel like, remember, like, was it the two episodes ago when we finally learned that Nora has had a hanging garden? Yes. That people crawl on. Mm-hmm. like, And, like, all of a sudden, like, it was a come into play so that Slugworth, uh, Slugworth Buscemi, as I'm going to call him. Yes. <laughs> Um, could just climb up it so he could murder her. Yeah, it's 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 her murder garden now. Um, yeah, but also soon to be her escape garden. garden. It's yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just like what a poor setup for this. It's like, hey, this is gonna come back. <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna establish seven episodes in that she has a hanging garden that people can climb up all the time. And I kept thinking like. I remember seeing it, seeing like this is so oddly placed. Why mm-hmm. is this here? Why here's the payoff. Have, you know, yeah, here's the payoff, and the payoff is lame. It is. It's incredibly <laughs> lame. Yeah. I would say that basically all of the payoffs in this show are lame payoffs. Yeah, I, I feel like I owe them money. <laughs> no, they still owe us money for watching this. Yes. Just stick to your own, you know? I guess two gigs. Even that was just too dumb. How does he not realize I, he's picked up a whisk? I know. And, and like, that knife, picking up the knife is loud. I also, <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't get angel service anyway. in the shower. Ugh. Do you understand? Yeah, I do. Why is my window open so much? Conveniently placed mirror. 
And suddenly it's the born identity. Yeah. Can you help me? Just run. Hey buddy, just slow down. You don't want to do this? Oh. Oh. Get up, Shelly. I'm not paying you to nap. Uh, redial last number. Not a great time! That was also dumb. Yeah. I, don't worry. I got it. I... I don't got it. I mean, it would have actually been better if as she was stabbed, she was like, uh... I, I, I don't got it. I, I would like <laughs> to point out too that he was that she was stabbed with like like a like a paring knife. Yes. Thing that you would use to cut a strawberry. Yeah. Like and she's down. <laughs> like this isn't um But but hey Shelly, get up, I'm not paying you to lie down. Like <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Norman ba- like this isn't Norman Bates with like a knife and like a gently in the shower. This is like yeah, it's not a carving knife. It's not you know uh, some big stabby thing. It's this tiny little yeah. I, I... Well, like, it would be lucky if like she would need stitches. <laughs> like, uh... and it, I'll just make a joke about I'm not paying you a nap. It's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking terrible, fucking oh. fucking terrible. And uh, this action <laughs> sequence. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it's suddenly it's the born identity. It's you know it's it's no it's the directed video knockoff of the born identity. This is like the um, the schmorn identity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is money. This is money playing. this is money plane (laughs) this is money plane the movie I will never see the movie I will never rent but from everything I gather is a piece (laughs) of shit Uh, well I mean come on Uh, yeah it's it can't possibly be good at all he's right behind you I'm aware of that thank you can you call the police no not enough time help me I'm trying can't dial one nine one one. Must waste all of my gigs doing this shit. Yeah. <sighs> all right, I'm sorry. That's a, it's New York City. What is, what is he doing? <laughs> it's New York City. Um, it's <laughs> there are cops everywhere. What? Like even in 2033, assuming that the police have been defunded. Well, there would still be yeah. able to find a cop. There would be something. And, it's yeah, and there's. I'm sorry. You know, yes. There's there's that whole thing about you know, I forget what the principle is called, but it's basically the you know the the whole thing where people will ignore a problem because they think somebody else will handle it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. With all of those people there, there's no way somebody's not on their phone being like. Hey, and what is he doing? Is he just like working Google Maps? He's hacked the mainframe. He's oh. a genius. He's he's in the system from he's inside not. another system. He's 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 barely Matthew Broderick and War Games. Shit. 
w- would you like to play a lame show? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey uh, Professor Falcon, would you like to uh, would you like to watch some TV? What do you have, Joshua? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Seriously though, um, it just came to me like, how come there hasn't been a genius who hasn't made a smart speaker in the voice of Joshua from War Games? That, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. How or the 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 voice of the computer from Star Trek: The Next Generation? I mean, let's. I mean, no brainers right there. Something- or you know, any time that that the the smart system can't do something, it should say, mm-hmm. "I can't do that." Mm-hmm. No, I mean, open the pod bay something- doors, Hal. <laughs> Why can't someone? And seriously, why can't they do Hal? Like, yeah. yes, yeah, I mean, yes, they these computer voices are, you know, end up being, well, Josh ended up being uh, not bad, just programmed not well. Mm-hmm. Um, Hal, I can, is a little, probably not Hal, but still, like, I kickstart this. Let's make a, let's make a Hal's car, um, Let's invent a Hal smart speaker or a Professor Falcon Joshua smart speaker. Yeah, something. Yeah, let's. I mean, if Zach Braff can get a mediocre indie movie funded, it was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Larry David would have made that movie better. Uh, <laughs> Pretty good. It would have been interesting if you, it, you know, take any Mandy Patinkin role and put Larry David in it and see what kind of product it is instead. Can you <laughs> imagine can you him in like, Yentl? Yo, I already <laughs> like it better. Imagine him in Princess Bride. I am the Nico Montana. You do it. Yeah, I. I mean, Eagle Montoya, uh, pre- prepare to die. <laughs> you, oh, you, you, you kill my father, which you know I've never had a great relationship with my father, so that's it's okay. It's it's okay. Yeah, uh, I mean that was actually pretty good. <laughs> pretty pretty good. I'm looking for oh. the six fingered man. Why does he need six fingers? Five isn't good enough. He needs a six finger. Come on. Yeah, I um, yeah, I can imagine. Larry David in Homeland, I I think uh, <laughs> would definitely give him the dimension to that. You know, the serious drama for a new dimension that we would have never had. Yeah, I mean, Larry David. And, yeah, let's just—it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we already have like really good ideas. We can just deep fake uh, like some Larry David and Princess Bride. And Yentl, um, that would be pretty good. <laughs> yes, pretty, pretty good. All right, let's continue with this guy awfulness. So, there's an office building yeah. with a bank elevator. It's about half a block, 1,800 Roebling. Get in the elevator, take it to the second floor. Make sure he does not get in your elevator.
<laughs> Mind you, he is holding a bloody knife. And no blood on his hands. Nothing. Hey, who are you? Why are you doing this? I did everything they asked. But what did they ask? I know. We don't know what they asked. And he looks the knife. Okay. You're safe. I'm sorry. We're about to see dude, you know, eviscerated by an elevator. There's no way the physics of that elevator would allow it to go up and down that fast. No, uh, well, something. First of all, who knows? if 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 it was gonna, you know, if if nothing else, the cable would have broken and it would have just plummeted down. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It just it's it's the physics of. There's no way. I mean, that looks like a regular elevator. Literally, like so. Pretty much, he's become the equivalent of. Um, it's the opening sequence of Skyfall. He's the equivalent of of M listening, talking to Bond uh, speaker. Like, yeah. And, and um, I, literally, like, you go up to the second floor, and then you can climb up to the third floor so he doesn't find you. Or you <laughs> go back downstairs, and you run away. Right. Like, while he's... Or he climbs upstairs, like... <laughs> who choreographed this shit and who prov- like and at one point he licks the knife yeah I, why well and again also the I did everything they asked we have no idea what the fuck they asked other than give us your code and we'll pay you for it yeah that's just, all we know so far ugh That was a pretty oh, good psych so gag, though. Me too. I mean, the old you, I, I don't know. The, the fainting person? Free update? Me too. Okay. So, at some point, like, she says, like, I wish I was with you pre-update. Yeah. He's still the same guy! <laughs> yeah. He's... <laughs> He's still the same guy. Like, like he's not any different. I just uh, this relationship is needlessly complex. Yeah, it, 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 un- inexplicably, there's there's no there's no there's no explication. <laughs> it's all inexplicable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You used up one point nine gigs on day one. Jesus, this life is not for you. I had to make some calls. I hope it was worth it. It was. Dude, just sit there for the rest of the month. 
You can't do nothing else. Nathan turned out to be an asshole. Well, he saved your life. And I would do the same for him, or anybody. I don't owe him love for that. I know. But my gut says he's a good guy. I mean, you work with angels. Maybe you're finding out that Nathan's just a real person with flaws. No, it was worse than that, Dad. I thought he was trying to help people, but he sold his dream for money. What is... Uh, also, okay... You work with angels? They're just customer service people. Yes. That's like, a stupid line. They're paid line. to be nice. Like, you work with angels like... What does that even like, mean? Like, because... It, it's a meaningless I, thing. It's a meaningless I thing. Wait, someone weighed tables and was nice to me for money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it is. It's absolutely meaningless. You work... I, I don't fucking ah money uh. and then got murdered to cover it up maybe it doesn't add up to me Kahneman is not that powerful I mean he had people in your office deleting memories and some sort of professional assassin in New York that guy was in LA too must be more to the story I saw every tampered memory him sneaking code to Kahneman fighting with Jamie the guy who fucked with his car they all connect I mean, somebody just sent a guy to break into my apartment and kill me. I hate that they know where you live. Noni, I have some friends that are big in the lead movement. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> I have to make some calls, but I can hide you in the mountains in a house completely off the grid. But Nathan is only on the grid. Well, is it over with him or not? When did he suddenly get money? I don't know that the money needs to be to factor into that. And he, his, his line should have been Noni, I'm much too good an actor for this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> my talents are being wasted. Uh, I hope my character is killed off shortly. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I don't know. It, and and now it's like Kennerman's not that big. It, it, it's like the conspiracy must be much larger. It, again, it's uh yeah. They 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 had to turn everything up to 11. Mhm. If you was higher, you know how high this goes, Jared. <laughs> Voice only. This is three day, three days of the condor shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is Robert Redford walking to his office, seeing his cousin, you know, his associates. Said, it goes higher than that. This is JFK bullshit. It's the <laughs> Russians, man. <laughs> no. Okay, look, my dad and I talked about it, and we don't think this is over. Someone's behind Kannerman, and whoever it is has a lot of resources. Oh. You're not the bad guy here so much. You're one of the victims, too. Mm-hmm. I don't think they know you got your memories back. If they find out, you'll get deleted. They came after me because I helped you in L.A. We're going to be in danger until we expose whatever this is. Mm-hmm. 
Why are you being so weird? And don't you have a reaction to this? You should hide. I have a safe place to go. But... I couldn't contact you. I need to know. Everything in my brain is telling me to walk away from you. But... Everything else is looking for a reason not to. I haven't felt at home in this world <laughs> since mom died. Maybe that's why I work at Horizon. And maybe I developed a habit of expecting the worst so I wouldn't get hurt. Nora. Let me finish. But maybe that's stupid. You know, why focus on what's wrong and not on what's right? Because what's right is, I feel something for you that I just don't feel anywhere else, anytime else, with anyone else. And if I'm being honest, those moments are the only things I care about. And if you make a fool of me and trick me like Jamie, Can you handle me saying that? Nathan? It's so sad because he's frozen. He ran out of gigs. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I couldn't, I couldn't. Here she is using this gag and yep. can get away. Shut up and get me out of here. Car, Poconos. I couldn't, my boyfriend couldn't tell me he loved me back because I, I ran, I emptied his day of plan on the first day. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't she just pop in in VR, right? Put on her goggles yeah. and see what was up. It's no, stupid. Ah. one gig. I had to call her back. Shh. It's okay, baby. Ingrid? I'm here now. Now and forever. I upload it for you. What? Nathan? Nathan? Honey? Nathan! Shit. Tech support! Tech support! 
All right. Um, All right. Um, I have something for you. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. That's how it ends. <laughs> that, um, yeah, that, uh, wow. That would have made it so much better. If, if it I, ended it, with yakety sex, it would have made it so much better. It, it would have. It's just, I, I couldn't think of a better. It is, it is kind of funny and remotely ironic that it, it ended as it did season one ended as it did like he now he's stuck with ingrid and ingrid now has to like live this two gig life or whatever it is or something that she killed him that she killed herself to be uploaded for him him. yeah yeah yep and she can't take no for an answer (laughs) so yeah that i I... is kind of a funny cosmic joke but I mean, it doesn't save anything. It's very, um, you've seen Silicon Valley, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's very Silicon Valley ish. Like, especially, uh, have you watched the last season? Yes. Like it's all this lead up just to find out that the thing that they built is just, end up destroying computers. <laughs> yes. I actually yeah. liked that ending though. And though I, I mean, that was a well executed thing as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you oh, know, and I actually liked the uh fast the flash forward a little bit when they were making the documentary and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean the thing is they earned it with good writing and lovable characters and exactly uh, well I don't say lovable but endearing again yeah characters you could feel some empathy for yeah like you don't get to have an ending like that without you know earning it it's just i don't know i i was hoping for cheers here man i got mad about you (laughs) (laughs) dude that's cold how dare you compare this piece of shit This just absolute garbage show to one of the best sitcoms ever. <laughs> I actually, I'll actually go on. I'll actually, I'm with you on this. I would watch Mad About You again if I then watch season two of this guy awful mess. <laughs> um, so it's it's bad. It's just bad. Yeah. Um, so why do you go? So why do you think this? Why do you think it went wrong? It's okay. So first of all, I don't know how you felt about this episode, but we were in the last episode. We were like, I thought it was too long. I thought they stretched it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they tried to cram too much in there. Um. And yet it still felt like it was long. It was, mm-hmm. what wasn't the last episode like 30 some odd minutes or 40 minutes or something like that? It was a longer episode. Yeah. This episode was under 24 minutes and they crammed all this shit in there. They could have used 
so much of the previous episode to tell some of this story so that it was more measured and paced. Mm-hmm. And so those are my those are my problems. They wasted time. Um, you know, they didn't really get to the compelling part of the show until like the third or fourth episode. Um, actually, like the basically the mid season point, like fourth or fifth, mm-hmm. and they took. They took the most, the character that that was the strongest character, Nora, and they trivialized her by giving her this this stupid love interest with Nathan that just Mm -hmm. felt completely inorganic and um, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, they, They had all of these all these red herrings in there, you know, they, they, uh, they, they threw it out there that, Oh, maybe the business partner is involved in his murder. Nope. Uh, it's actually the business partner that was wronged. Um, they, they, they threw his, his cousin in there, you know, um, and then murdered her off, which was fine. Cause she was terrible, but you know, it's just like, why waste the time with that character at all? Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I don't. They, Nathan is supposed to be like the hero, quote unquote, of the story, and there's just I don't care about his story at all. I didn't like him in the beginning. They didn't make him make me like him any more throughout the rest of the show, even though they were trying really hard to play him up as this good guy. Um. But he started out superficial, um, was in a relationship just for, you know, looks and money, um, and thought too much of, of his own looks. Um, there was the one bright spot with his, with his, uh, niece, I guess, or little sister or whoever it was. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but otherwise the guy's trash and he stays trash. Mm -hmm. So I don't you know, I don't feel bad for him here at the end. Um, you know, I feel bad for what's his name? Is his name Byron or something? Yeah. Byron. Um, Like how does Byron end up becoming? How is that guy who is also trash becoming the most sympathetic character? It's just because he's so shit on and he's actually, you know, trying to, he's, he's trying to be a better human and, and, and connect with somebody and he's just getting totally shit on. Yeah. I, I don't know. I could go on about why I hated this so much. Um, but your turn. I, I mean, yeah. Like when Byron ends up being the most sympathetic character, the one who actually goes through like some character growth, like it's amazing. And I, I don't know, like, I mean, no one here has to be like a perfect human being here. I mean, because then they wouldn't be human, but I want to care and I just don't care. And I just maybe think I it's the I think they're in agreement that the ones that Daniels didn't write were the best episodes. They're the ones that stood out. 
Because it was nice to feel like it it made me feel like some things like I maybe wanted to have like with people who aren't with us anymore. They're able to communicate with the dead. Right. Find this. um, And it just really took some like Well, and there was some good comedy. There was some good comedy. There was some good drama. There was good pacing on those episodes that Greg Daniels didn't write. So like... I'm just thinking, like, what happened here? Like, was he so wrapped up in Space Force that he just couldn't, like, like focus on the show? Like, I just don't know what happened here. Um, but it came off someone... the rails just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so do you want to go ahead and rate this last episode? Two. Uh, I actually, I already wrote down my score for this episode. You want to know what it was? Mm. What? It was also a two. Yeah? <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. Um, so, there are ten episodes to this thing. Um, if I average it out, uh, for the entire show, you gave it a... a the you know the average score is uh, overall five point four for the entire mm-hmm. season. Mine oh. was just slightly higher; it was five point eight. Mm-hmm. This thing is eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I was actually um, so I went on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of see where they stood with this tomfoolery. Um, and um, it has, it's in the green, generally favorable, favorable reviews, 66 from the critics. There are only two negative reviews. God bless them. <laughs> um, and a whole lot of middling reviews. Um, just, uh, yeah, from like they're like, and mostly it's just like some of the ideas about technology are, are, are good. Um, like, but it's just, um, the plot is just suffers like this plot. And like, I agree with, um, there's one here, um, by Brian, Tol- I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Tell Tal Rico, uh, he's a critic for RogerEbert.com, who I follow um, on on the Twitter, and I generally agree with him on most stuff. So, like, it's just one of the most stunning disappointments of the TV year. <laughs> it shows it's probably none of the wit or charm of Daniels' best projects, like Parks and Rec or The Office. The ideas are superficial. The performances are bland. The plotting is frustrating. Worst of all, it's just not funny. Like that's it, in a nutshell. Like it's not funny. Uh, it yeah, could've... Catherine Van Arendonk for Vulture gave it fifty. Um, yeah. You know, and then but then you've got like Matt Roush for TV Guide gave it a hundred. Um, that rag. <laughs> Uh, you know, the LA Times gave it a favorable review. Um, 
the AV Club gave it a favorable review. It's like things that things that I trust gave it a, a favorable review. Um, I, just I I just don't, don't see what they saw in it. I would definitely agree with uh, with this um, with this Van Aaron dunk re- review. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think if he had given this another year, if they had given this at least a, a few more months or a year, I mean, it wouldn't have happened because of COVID. But I mean, still, yeah. If they, thought this through, put a little more imagination into it. I mean, it feels rushed. I, I, I think it could have worked. I and like I said, maybe it was just they thought. Well, like he maybe he was thinking of this idea, was giving it the thought that yeah, and then he thought, oh, I have this great idea. Trump does the space like, oh well that would be a good show too and he's just like I'll just do both. <laughs> this is really the result. This is this is what happens when you half ass yeah, two things. Two things, yeah. Should have whole ass one of them. He should have whole ass one thing and from what you tell me he should have whole assed I think he should have whole assed this. Um I have no interest in watching Space Force. <laughs> Like even if it was like at stunning reviews, you know what I, I think. I, I I've seen both now. Um, I would say that Space Force is actually the better of the two shows, and that's okay. because the performers are better. When you've got you know some really good moments with Steve Carell, and you've got some great moments with Malkovich, um, just right away, it trumps any performance in in this uh, in in upload. So, as but I I the end idea I, again I haven't seen Space Force but the ideas here are interesting enough to me that if they were executed better or some abandoned and some given more umph it could have worked and not throwing in like the random cousin. Mm-hmm. Who no one cares about apparently like no one like after she died no one cared nobody gave a <laughs> shit she never you know yeah. she is mentioned in passing one time i think yeah like all these people have died trying to save your dumb ass and no one <laughs> no one cares yeah i just don't i just don't understand well i i just think if executed better, it could have been good. I wouldn't even mind if it even stole some more ideas from Good Place. I just feel as it's just the jokes could have been funnier. It could have had more yakety sacks. <laughs> so, all right, let's let's wrap up with a few things. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, So we got um, some good news, which is that our our namesake basically is finally dropping. The last season is finally dropping on Netflix on September twenty sixth. Yes, um, and that is that's something that's cause for celebration. So we finally get finally get to go through. Um, 
to go get to uh, to go through the the last season and get some closure on that. Mm-hmm. But now this this episode is going to land on um, August twenty fourth, which means that we have. Um, let's see. We have got an episode coming out on the 31st, then the 7th, 14th, 21st. So we've got, um, you know what, actually I'll I'll say the the 28th because um, as much as I um, want to get right back to to doing The Good Place, um, the 26th is a Saturday and uh, as much as I love doing this podcast, I'm I'm not going to record on Saturday and also... Um, get it ready to post the same weekend. So, so the yeah. basically the first, um, the next episode of uh, of of good of the good place we're going to cover, that'll come out actually on October fifth. Um, so between now and then we have five episodes, which is not quite enough to cover undone. Um which I would much rather have covered. Um, yeah, once again, you're, you're, you're the one with the good ideas here. Well, so let's, let's see. It's Undone is eight episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And so in theory, we could do it if we did a couple of weeks where we watched two episodes. Mm-hmm. We could. Um, you well, want to discuss this off mic? Yeah, we can do it off mic. So we'll figure it out off mic, but it's, it's either going to be, we have five weeks of, of trying to do upload. I'm sorry, not upload, um, undone, or we mm-hmm. could do five movies or we could, um, we could do five episodes of us just shooting the shit. <laughs> That's what 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 the listeners want. Maybe, hey, those are know, some of our more popular episodes. I'm just, you know, as the person who watches the metrics, uh, I'll tell you. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we should put what, a poll out there. That's what I was about to say because. I believe polls work. <laughs> that's how we got mental I mean, platypus. That's um, how we got mental plat for our for our noise metal Billy Joel cover band. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um so yeah, so um let's let's do the Twitter poll. Um but let's yeah. do it um you post it and we'll just uh I'll retweet it I, and, I, and Tweet it out on the uh, on the what the fork. Um, okay, I'll um, it'll go up on the day this episode goes up, so it'll be Monday. Okay, so uh, um, we'll just decide, we'll just crowdsource hey, that we, motherfucker. Yeah, like maybe we'll do a mix of like shooting the shit and movies. I yeah. haven't seen Heaven Can Wait in a long ass time, and we're gonna put them on Letterboxd. You know, <laughs> since that's your. <laughs> Yeah, no, we've got we've got a few out there that we could do. We love Letterboxd so much now. Like, 
Hey, man, like, I was just like, clearly one of my best friends is ghosting me. It's like he doesn't think I'm cool enough. No. So, you know, but it's okay. We hashed it out. It's all good. Yeah. Um, no, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, so the most positive yeah. thing from this, though, let's go out on a high note. We are done with this piece of shit. And we are yes. not, I'm going to say right here, right now, we are not going to do season two. We don't care about <laughs> season two. It will not, I, I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. I just don't care. I have no interest. I, I may, if season two comes out, I'll just skip to season 10 to see who dies. <laughs> I don't like, care. Or, I mean, if we're not yeah. covering it for this podcast, I'm not. I'm not wasting yeah. my time on it. It's just. It was a big mistake, sir. I just. Oh, it's awful. No, it's okay. I lost down. See right. what happens when you when you put once in a lifetime <laughs> in your trailer. I mean, it gets my attention, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily a mark of quality. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you can't put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pick. So, as our former senator John McCain used to say, "Can't put lipstick on a pig," and that's what they did. <laughs> they fooled me. Um. You know. Okay. Well, well, let's go ahead and wrap this up then. Um, okay. I want to go out on a recommendation, and this one is for you, if you haven't seen it already. Okay. Have you seen um, the Long Dumb Road? No, but when I was scanning your um, your Letterboxd profile, mm -hmm. I couldn't help but notice that this was a movie you had recently watched. I loved it. It's just it's it's a, a very simple uh, road comedy, you know, road trip kind of thing, um, and I think that you will love it. Okay, uh, and Who's part of it? it is because Derek is in it. Derek? Maximum Derek. Derek. <laughs> yeah. Manzukis. Manzukis. Jason Manzukis. And he's he's great in it. I like him a lot in mm. this. Um Well, I'm already sold. You, you tell me Manzukis is in this in this joint. It's watch. Uh, yeah. watch um Well, I will uh I will uh start with a recommendation for you and our listeners as well. Um, I am uh, watched uh, me and uh, Kristen are watching this docu series. It's been out for a few months now, but I'm watching it for a project um, called Basketball or Nothing, hmm. um, and it's about a um, it's about a high school basketball team on the Navajo Nation. Oh. Um, and uh, um, the name of the town escapes me, but. It's definitely a very um, – you get wrapped up in it very quickly with the kids' lives and the coach. And, um, yeah, it's um, – we're halfway through. We couldn't stop watching. It's um, – uh, What we probably should have said, uh, The Long Dumb Road is on Netflix. What um, – This is also on Netflix. This it's is also on Netflix. Netflix original series. Yeah. Okay. And cool. episodes – six episodes, half an hour each. How are we going to finish it? Uh, you know, very, fairly quickly. Um, yeah, I'm, it's a good, good episode. It's a good show so far. I'm 
can't imagine it not being I can't imagine being disappointed with the next three. But and people in Arizona should, you know, it's a part of the state that we don't talk about. So it's mm-hmm. very much so. I think uh it's definitely worth a worth a watch. Okay. Well, all right. I think on that we say take it sleazy, chili babies. I'm going to take us out on some yaki sacks. And, uh, and, and mask the fuck up. Yeah. Mask the fuck up. Um, uh, again, I'm going to, ma- I'm going to, um, take us out on some yaki sacks because that's how I feel like this is guy and this guy and that's been funny. No. <laughs> thanks later everyone yes thank you oh thank god it's over this has been a hoonwaddle production if you enjoyed this podcast why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from hootenwaddle.com apple podcasts spotify stitcher or any number of podcast apps if you'd like to support Hoot and Waddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash Hoot and Waddle.